and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Greetings, dear listener, and listen well. For I, the man, have a story to tell. (laughs) All about a man named Ebenezer Mart, who was a shitty guy with a shitty-ass heart. He hated spoofness with every fiber of his being. He, if there was a good thing about spoofness, that's not what he was seeing. So he, he forced his co-hosts to watch many a spoof and listen to songs and witness many a goof. Well, now let's see. Okay, I can't do rhyming anymore. So let's go in to this spoof studio door and meet <laughs> Ebenezer Mart, uh, the main character of t- tonight's tale who is forcing his employee, Kelly, to have a bad time ale. Baham insect. Baham insect. Baham insect. Mr. Ebenezer Mart, it's Christmas Eve. And I was just... uh, My fingers hurt from hitting the record button so much, and my throat sore from doing silly voices and commentary on my least favorite genre of movie, spoofs. Use your other finger. I don't have a mouse Bomb that works insect. with my left hand, Mr. Mart. Oh. Ah. Use your toes, Baham insect. Okay. I'll try. I'll do my best. Back to work. Back to work I go. Uh, counting coins. Counting coins. Counting coins. Recording podcast. Coins. Recording podcast. Recording podcast. Okay, That's right, and they worked that way for the rest of the day, all so that they could get a podcast podcast, to play. (laughs) But uh, Ebenezer Mart needed a change of heart, and that's where the ghosts will play their part. You see, it was that night he would be haunted, for by the ghosts, Marty was wanted. They had to change his podcasting ways and get him to lighten up for the rest of his days. So, Ebene- so Ebenezer Mart decided that he would give uh, Kel Cratchit the day off, and he would not have to watch Ernest Scared Stupid that night. You'll have to watch two Ernest films the next day, then, young Kel. Oh, thank you so much, Ebenezer Mart. I appreciate it very much. I will be home Bah-ha. to my wife as soon as possible with the turkey to eat to, to eat Bah-ha. the good food. But I hope that turkey is not as as big as you. I hope it's half the size of you. And, and then, uh, Ebenezer Mart, if it pleases you, feel free to join us for a, a Christmas dinner. I don't believe in Christmas. I will be here working well, it exists. day making spoofs. It, it, it very much exists. You can, it's on every calendar. You can look. The 25th of December, it is a holiday, a, a government-registered holiday. That holiday came each year, and whether they were working on spoofs or podcasts, it was not very clear. <laughs> <laughs> 
But later that night, they both returned to their homesteads after the money, the coins were earned. That's right, Ebenezer Scrooge returns to his dim-lit home where he eats a meal of meager gruel. Ah, bomb insect, mm, this delicious, perfectly satisfactory gruel. Nothing special about it. Perfectly cheap, perfectly efficient. What is this? An apparition? Oh, is that... Oh, you, spirit, you, you, you come. Yeah, Harvey Corman. <laughs> oh, it's me. I'm a ghost. Art <laughs> Carney. Oh, excuse okay. me. I had something caught in my throat. Tis I. Tis I. Spirit, you, you remind me, Scott Marley. Oh, my old partner in podcasting. Old deceased co-host who passed away of of tuberculosis. <laughs> oh, that's right. You podcasted late into the cold evening and choked on your own spit. I could never stop podcasting. I went on a 24-hour podcasting binge and it killed me and sent me to my grave and look at these these mp3 files hanging off of my body oh they weigh me down so tormented am i in the afterlife oh look at this dot wave file at the end of each one it's huge it's a huge oh, file it's so big oh, it's, it's so compressed big. that my good man it's compress like that one file two gigs i'm dragging it around like a ball and chain and i ain't talking about the old wife at home <laughs> Marley, I think you, Scott Marley, I think you need to focus a little bit on what the point That's is. That's right. No, this is the point. You, you, Ebenezer Mart, were a chain of MP3s even longer than I. Oh, no, but I, uh, they're so small, they're compressed files, oh, why should I ever not think them? so well. <laughs> I've, in the afterlife, extended the amount of storage on Libsyn.com. <laughs> You've <laughs> been storing files far bigger than you think, dear boy. And when you pass away, these very files shall weigh you down too, unless you change your ways. Also, a quick note, Baham insect. <laughs> Do you think that spoofs are just synonyms? Just swapping out a different word with the same meaning counts as a spoof? Baham insect, whatever do you mean, spoofs? So you, now you don't know what a spoof is. <laughs> no. oh, but in a second a ago, you, you were working in the factory that makes spoofs or maybe podcasts. <laughs> At any rate, you need to change your ways. Tonight you will be visited by co-hosts three, which will review a movie for thee. And if you do not change your ways by morning light, you will be dead and everyone will be like, that's out of sight. We like that because you're a prick. <laughs> Ooh, but I, oh, I'm Scott Marley is gone. Fading into the nether realm. I guess I'll just go to under my covers and close my eyes and pretend that I've seen nothing. Oh, tis I, tis I. <laughs> 
I'm okay, this creepiest all right, all right, doll in the world. <laughs> okay. I look like a scary potato with huge eyes. So what are we doing for the cold open? You guys got anything to plug? Hey, we're all ghosts. I'm I was dead. gonna do. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm like, I. Well, which one? I say since I'm the youngest, I'm just a 23 year old Zoomer. I'll be the ghost of Christmas uh, past. I guess I'm the ghost uh, of Christmas future. Yep. Put on this shroud. <laughs> oh, why is that, Kelly? Because I'm older than you by. Because you're the oldest. Yeah. Like 15 12 days. days? <laughs> yeah. 12 yeah. Days. <laughs> I guess that makes me the big fat giant ghost oh, of Christmas presents. <laughs> well, you do have that giant Duck Dynasty beard, so. Mm-hmm. Hey, you need some duck. You need some duck supplies here. <laughs> duck supplies. I'm looking for duck supplies. <laughs> I like to go into Cabela's and just be like, "Hey, fellas, I'm looking for some duck supplies." <laughs> Welcome to Spoof Scoofs and Novelty Songs. A podcast about smart shit. Yeah, the smartest podcast Whoa. on the network of podcasts. <laughs> the whole network. Our very yeah. special Christmas episode. Christmas is upon us. The holiday season is here, bringing cheer to all those far and near. See, Scott, I can fucking rhyme too. Yeah, I humbug. W- oh, that's yeah. When I was rhyming, I was doing it to contrast that because I ev- everyone knows when you rhyme, you're accusing the people around you of not being able to. <laughs> bah humbug. That's how. I, that's how bah I have humbug. to say. Bah humbug. A bah humbug to us all. You know, when I think of Christmas, I want to sing um, an original song that's neither funny or good. <laughs> Little teaser. Ooh, I think we're gonna get to that. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. Uh, this week we're reviewing the Muppet Christmas Carol, a 1992 musical fantasy comedy film directed by Brian Hansen in his debut feature. This was the first film in the Muppet franchise to be made without Jim Henson and performer Richard Hunt. The film is uh, made in memory of them. I believe it says at the beginning of the credits. Uh, this film answers the question, what if the Muppets and Michael Caine were in Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol? Mm-hmm, the age-old question. <laughs> the film was a modest success, both critically and commercially, though it was disappointing to Disney, who had positioned this as their big Christmas release th- that year. Uh, it kind of went up against competition against, like, Aladdin and other Disney properties, though, so it kind of had a hard time standing out as the kind of, like, kids' movie of the season, I think. Michael Caine, when offered the part... Famously said, I'm going to play this movie like I'm working the Royal Shakespeare Company. I will never wink. I will never do anything Muppety. I am going to play Scrooge as if it is an utterly dramatic role with no puppets. This is a Kelly pick. Who has demanded we review this film since the beginning. Yeah, because we were Yeah, since Feebles. Yes. Gentlemen. What are your thoughts? On a Muppet Christmas Carol. Hey, did we ever talk about is Meet the Feebles? That's like Meet the Beatles, right? Yeah, we talked about that. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah, we did. I've had nightmares about it. I want to talk more about the Feebles. I don't really want to talk about this. I'd rather <laughs> go into more Feebles talk. Ah, <laughs> uh, humbug. Uh, Michael Caine <laughs> crushed in this movie. That's my. That's note number one. I think he did a really good job. I think he played the straight man, which is something that you need to do when you're playing in a Muppets movie. When you're the let it only be known, human. Scrooge is the straight man. He crushes. 
He, yeah, but he, I mean, just, I'm he, just saying in general. He's pulling it down, ladies. Just he did a good known. job. He made a good call when he was like, hey, I'm not going to wink at the camera ever. I'm not going to yes. play into this bullshit. I'm going to pretend Kermit's yes. real. I'm going to pretend Gonzo yes. and Mr. Ratfink are real. Here's the thing. If you try to out-wacky those Muppets, you're playing a losing game, pal. You're going to end up with egg on your face. And it's probably a literal sense. You're gonna end up with Muppet Treasure Island, which like I love Tim Curry in that movie, but what does it what ultimately works about this movie is that Michael Caine is so fucking good in this movie, it makes it like a legitimately just a good de- good depiction of a Charles Dickens story. Like it's just a good version of Christmas Carol. It works dramatically. This is like a good fucking movie. Uh wow. And structurally it's we I think it is are disagreeing with each other. Whoa. Put reverb I on thought that. I wouldn't be able- <laughs> Whoa, I will. <laughs> I know um, you will. I think overall like yeah. The playing the story really straight and leaning on Gonzo and Ratso to just do a really clever, I think, a really strong parody of narration the whole time. I think was really smart. The parody, the narration parody aspect of this movie is like excellently done. If you want to see a good parody of a narrator, this is the movie for you. And playing the rest of the movie like pretty straight for the most part was just smart. It just works. I thought this was just like a fucking solid fucking movie. I was enjoyed this from beginning to end. I have like almost no thoughts. This movie was just like really fun. Yeah, I just want to for the viewer clarify. Uh, we're watch. We're talking uh, for those of you just tuning in. We're talking about a Muppet Christmas Carol, or th- wait, the Muppets Christmas Carol. How's what's the full title? The, it's the Muppet Christmas Carol. The Muppet Christmas Carol. We're not talking about a Muppet Family Christmas. We're not talking about it's a very Muppet Christmas movie. We're talking about Muppets Christmas Carol. This it's is a very Mupperful life. Hoops, Coops, and novelty songs. Ninety-five, eight. The <laughs> the bass. The bass. The bass. <laughs> Scott, Scott, you didn't like this movie. I, first of all, let me start with the positive, okay? I agree with you that the uh, Gonzo and Ratso parts, I, Rizzo, excuse me. Ratso the Riz. Uh, I liked those parts. (laughs) Um, Here's what I didn't like. And you know what? Michael Caine's performance was fine. Uh, Here's what I didn't like. All the songs were bad and didn't add anything to the um, story. Like, uh, the oh, God. I felt like at least, like, some of the songs... Like, one of the things we said was um, about Muppet Treasure Island was them starting with this, like... The first song in it being a really, like, slow and heartfelt song was, like, a huge mistake and, like, really just, like, fucking offset the whole tone of the movie. I felt like every... Yeah. Every song in this felt the same to me where it's like, why are they playing this so like earnestly? Like the only song that's kind of funny is the first one. And it's just them taking a page from the old uh, Marty handbook and just doing a bunch of synonyms for bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, and, and, and then I, the, the rest yeah. of the songs were all just like, Christmas is good. It's fun to be alive during Christmas. And that's all of them, all of them. And that's like, if you add it up, that's like a third of this movie. And then the other thing I didn't like is just that it's kind of the same problem I had with um, the Feebles is like when when puppets become too human and are like too close to human and enter that like uncanny valley zone, the, the child puppet 
the ghost of Christmas past puppet was truly horrifying. Horrifying. And then, oh yeah. And then like the, these... the Christmas present one was also um, fucking unsettling too. Just because I don't like when if don't do a puppet of a human being when you could just have a fucking <laughs> human being. I just want to also say, Christmas past puppet was horrifying. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. I don't think I watched this as a kid, and if I did, that thing would give me nightmares, I would assume. That thing should give adults yeah. nightmares. It is just so... Let's all have a turn to trying to describe it for the listener. Oh, my God. For, so, I think, like, the way I watch these movies, as always, some illegal stream, I think, for me, because I don't have Disney Plus anymore. So... Hey, hit up your friend. Hit up your friend, Marty. Uh, He's not my friend. Um, oh my god Jesus oh, wow. <laughs> and insect to you wow. as well Marty you're my friend hey uh, thanks Scott you're not my friend so hey! I think like part of the part of it was low low resolution illegal stream and then it's like oh they had a human play this part weird and then it slowly like zooms in or gets closer to the and you're like oh that's not a human that's a very very creepy puppet who has like I don't even it's know. Just a is head. It like, it's a floating it's head. head. It's a floating head. Okay, it's a floating child's head, except it's a puppet. So it has like its eyes are like way bigger than like a normal human's eyes would be. And then it's got this like overly like flattened, sort of like thin, wispy, bright orange hair and then it's surrounded by like white like wedding dress like lace cloth that is like billowing as though it's like underwater or in like a thick like wind it is so fucking (laughs) and then it talks like hello sir i am the voice of christmas past sir it's so fucking scary it could straight up be like the the villain or like in a horror movie in a modern horror movie this in like a like, japanese yeah. horror movie yeah like yeah, <laughs> yeah like, absolutely fucking it's terrifying just a note i don't think that cgi has been able to like capture that the billowing cloth on this doll like legitimately like despite it being very scary also looks really good like i love it the practical of it looks amazing like yeah but yeah um, it is yeah yeah it's and then christmas present i found he he first of all he sings the worst song in uh this whole thing and then this actor they're they're like the guy in the it's like obviously they like hired somebody who like played like the fucking philly fanatic or something like they hired like (laughs) a mascot because the person in the puppet is like doing everything so big like obviously they're like a stage performer who is like used to doing like full body like puppet theatrics or whatever because they are like every syllable of every word they have a movement for it and it just looks so fucking corny and stupid oh i hated it so the ghosts of christmas present also it's in the same way that the ghost of christmas past has like the mannerisms that are also kind of scary christmas present has that same sort of weird mannerisms because his mind is just like split into shards like his in timeline speak because he he'll be talking at least maybe i'm misremembering it but he was talking like about one thing it, it, it was like he had alzheimer's or something just like the way he conversed with 
uh, Scrooge a little bit because he's talking in the present all the time about the different things that are happening around town, I think. So we have a floating child's head and then, like, a homeless man with, like, dementia and multiple personality disorder. Yeah. And these are the nice ghosts? Yeah, uh, these hello? are the nice ghosts. Honestly, I'd probably go chill with death at a party. If I was at a party and these three were there, I would go mm. chill with the ghosts of Christmas future. He's goth and cool. I feel like the ghosts, I I don't know this for sure because I've never read the Christmas Carol book. They must be, like the design on them in this movie must be inspired by how they're described in the book because you would never just describe, like, you would never, if you're making a Muppet Christmas Carol, you would never just be like, okay, this is what we want from Muppet Christmas present. What if we take a baby's head, we give it a young, high-pitched woman's voice, and we just put it in a fucking veil and just let it float toward Michael Caine? I think that's what happened. No, I don't, I don't think... So you think instead of the Muppets people, it was old, uh... It was old, um, who wrote Dickens. this book? Yeah, old, Charles old, Dickens. Uh, old CD came up with that. Nah, I think it was these, no, you have to have done acid in the 60s to come up with this shit. <laughs> Fucking, and, and I also don't think that, like, Charles Dickens was like, and then the ghost of Christmas present came. He looked like a person, but made of felt. So, yeah, the ghost of Christmas past, I think, is described almost candle-like. Like, the, that's what the red hair was on the baby sort of d- thing was inspired by. But, like, if you look up artwork not without the word Muppets in it, it's, like, a lot of... And this might be from one of the older movies as well. Or maybe in the new one. I guess they came out with a new one recently. The Jim Carrey one. Uh, but it looks like a lot of, like, candles sort of looking stuff. Uh, I thought it was, like, and like uh, yeah, a candle and, like, a little, like, cherub baby. With a body, yeah. with a body, not just a floating, wispy, floaty head. It's so fucking creepy, dude. I, I was like aghast when I saw this for the first time. I was like, oh aghast, my god. A ghastly. It looks like the Pokemon ghastly. It's it just does. a floating damn head. It does. He's visited by a ghastly, a Gengar, and a haunter. It's the, the thing about ghastly is that it's not trying to like hide who he is, but then... The Ghost of Christmas Past in the Muppets movie, it feels like, no, there you got some evil in you. I can tell. You got a little bit of evil going on somewhere in there. It is a spectral being, guys. I mean, I think it should be, like, I agree with all of this, but I think we're being a little harsh <laughs> on, on the Ghost no, of Christmas Past. No, I honestly Past. think it's the, the uncanny the the valley-ness. <laughs> it's, it's the uncanny yeah. valley-ness of, like, the face of the Ghost of Christmas Past that's, like, creepy. The voice doesn't help, but, yeah, it's just very jarring compared yeah. to, like, Oh, we're going to go see a Muppets movie. It's going to be a lot of fun. Whoa! Bring the whoa, kids. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hello, it's a story children. about ghosts. I don't know. I'm like you if I didn't have a body. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's... A, I actually think, like, artistically, I think it's fine that it's, like, fucked up to look at. Cause oh, it's yeah, like, it's fine. It should be kind of scary. It should but be it's scary. A, it's a kid's movie, bud. Just relax. Hey, to quote my favorite NBA player, Michael Jordan... Fuck them kids. <laughs> um, so I think we should have recast me as Scrooge with Scott as Scrooge. Scott seems to just hate Christmas, love, and joy. I like the songs in this movie. Now, I think they're all way too long. They're all way too long. But I think the songs are fun. I think it's a fun time. The song Kermit sings with his son. I like that. More of that. That's good. That was a good one. You know what it is? It's like, what genre was the music? Can you describe what genre the music in this was? Ooh. 
Hmm. Baroque. <laughs> Baroque genre. When Kermit was singing with his son. Oh my god. The uh, set Tim. design. His name he has a name. Okay, but Kermit has a name too, and I'm not gonna say that. Uh Bob Cratchit. You yeah. just did, but it's Kermit. Oh my god. You guys <laughs> just let me talk. The set design when Kermit's singing with his song, he's like walking on a log rolling type thing throughout the city. It's great. I loved it. If you guys remember that mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Oh man. Puppetry at its finest. The set moves and Kermit doesn't. It's cool. Oh, I love it. Yeah. More of that, please. Uh, that's the uncanny shit I'm into. Mm-hmm. Not this valley, this log. Yeah. Uncanny log. <laughs> Canny logins. At the end of this story, I have two thoughts on Ebenezer Scrooge. One, the man bursts into Bob Cratchit's home like a fucking asshole, and then he, like, does a prank where he pretends he's going to yell at him. Scrooge. A little too much fun from Scrooge at the end there. But my second big thought is, isn't Scrooge's job, he's a money lender? Wouldn't he just, like, the next day be going back to, like, fucking, like, ripping off desperate poor people who need money at, like, the lowest point in yeah. a time in England when, like, everybody was really poor? His heart was changed. Why do you think he'd go back to... So you think... Walk me through this. On di- what, he's going to get a different job? Oh, you think inherently. What if he just, like, you know, lowers the interest rates a little bit? Yeah, helps people out. It's a little more flexible with, like, who he's charging. Point is, there's ethics in business, and you can choose not to be a greedy piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, so I just don't see how Ebenezer Scrooge doesn't go right back to that, especially this Ebenezer Scrooge, which I will say also, uh, it's a little... Speaking of Elf last week, too, they uh, Ebenezer just, like, kind of quickly is like, oh, I'm repentant. He, like, gives up after, like, one ghost. He's just like, he I'm sorry. On time yeah, that's him. true. Yeah, that is a good... This this Scrooge did give up quickly. I felt the same way. I wanted it to go a little long. Like, at least halfway through present. I, I'm, that's kind of what they do, but, like, it just feels like, even at Jacob Marley, he just feels like he's like, I'll be different, I promise. Mm. <laughs> it's just like, okay. Yeah, he's already like, I really hate ghosts. I hate ghosts, please. No, not three of them. Yeah. Not more. <laughs> if it was demons or Frankensteins, I would be fine with this and still an asshole. Not but if ghosts. It's ghosts. <laughs> I think oh boy. the whole... It's, it's, it's a hard... I don't want to argue about the plot of A Christmas Carol. <laughs> I guess is where I'm at. Because it's not a good plot. Like, it's all hinges on Tiny Tim. Right? Isn't that kind of how it works? It's just like Tiny Tim's like the straw that breaks the camel's back of him being like, no, people's lives are valuable. <laughs> like, isn't that what the shit is? But it's like, it's it's building to that, right? Because the whole story like builds to like this ultimate representation of innocence and the society that Scrooge lives in that he's like completely turned his back to and ignores and pretends that he can't help. And so like the idea is like Tiny Tim is this representation of like, this is like, this is the, the what you have wrought Scrooge with your miserliness is like this kid is like needs help you know I think that works fine I actually was gonna say I think the story is so good it's confusing because it's he's pretending he's not saying he can't help he's saying he doesn't want to and then this changes that That's he what does saying. want to so I don't yeah. know yeah like it's not it's not an awful plot but it's also like 
him telling people to fuck off and die at the beginning, but then he sees Tiny Tim and he's like, oh, but Tiny Tim. He's it's so, more that he gets baby Yoda guided die? through his entire past, present, and future. He gets worn down, right? And also, like, he sees himself as a child first. Like. You know what I say about uh, um, uh, Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol? No notes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you're right. I'm being dumb. I think you're... No, I think your point is fine, Kelly. I just... I, for me, it works. For well, Scott, no, but also, Marty, so, Marty, you said you don't, but you're like, nah, he's just gonna go back the next day. Yeah, right, that's my <laughs> oh, thing. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> but now I'm thinking about it, they show him the past, and they show him, like, that he was once in love, and he remember, like, he <laughs> sees the air in his ways. Wow. Yeah. Charles Dickens is really good. He literally says some shit like, I will not keep Christmas in my heart, just that Christmas put all throughout the year entire, I say. How many swings and misses did Charles Dickens have? Let's see, David Copperfield, suck dick, uh, Oliver Twist, (laughs) big piece of shit, great expectations, big pile of (laughs) doo-doo. Okay. You know how often do you think these ghosts have to come back and teach Ebenezer Scrooge this lesson? How many times we gotta teach you this lesson, old man? These yeah. ghosts keep showing up. They have Just to keep, a reminder. They, do it every Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. they, they yeah, give him like Christmas. They're like, oh. they give him like increasingly like shortened versions. Like the the <laughs> future one comes like, and eh, remember your funeral. Yeah. Everybody hates you. Yeah, yeah. Whoa! I just had a really good idea for a movie. Okay, you guys are the producers. I walk into the boardroom. I go on a whiteboard Ooh. and I say and I write memento on the whiteboard and then I turn to you guys and I turn back but Christmas yeah and it's a Christmas no. version you 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 erase mem and type in Scrooge <laughs> Scrooge memento yeah <laughs> Scrooge Scrooge <laughs> oh god okay let's 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 rate this movie let's rate this movie guys as a spoof. Six out of ten. It's not trying super hard to spoof Christmas Carol, because it's kind of just like, what if the Muppets played all the parts? Uh, but the narration part, I think, is really, it's good parody of narration. They do a lot of, like, breaking the fourth wall. They do a lot of, like, Gonzo, like, Ratso kind of, like, reacting to the narration. And, like, the way they handle all of that, it's a fresh joke every time. They never really repeat the same bit over and over again. They kind of just do, like... They come up with every possible joke you can make about narrating something. I think it's really well done. As a movie, eight out of ten. When Ratso's like fucking. Oh, just just when Ratso was like, um, how do you know all this stuff? That's all. I don't know. I just wanted to <laughs> yeah. piggyback off you, and then I interrupted at a bad time. <laughs> no, it's okay. Eight out of ten. This movie's a fucking delight. Scott. Hey, when Ratso was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, I'm sorry. Uh, uh 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 as a movie yikes. 4 out of 10. I can't believe this um, the film, the movie I walked out of as a 4-year-old in the theaters, Muppet Treasure Island, <laughs> I thought was better than this movie. If I had to oh my god, between Tim Curry carrying that movie and Michael Caine uh carrying this movie, Boy, oh boy, I gotta pick Curry every single time. Uh, and then as a spoof, yeah, like uh, you said, Mart, it's more they're doing the Christmas Carol than the spoofing the Christmas Carol, but I did, I, it was at least like a fresh take on it. I'll give it a 5.3 out of 10 as a spoof. 
I give it a 6 out of 10 as a spoof, because this is one of the only ways you're ever going to get me to watch uh, Christmas Carol, a version of the Christmas Carol. It's one of the only ways, guys. I don't want to watch a real version of that movie. Oh, man. Boring. Eventually, we got to watch the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles version of uh, Christmas Carol. Oh, I'd love that. You get visited by three Raphaels. Uh, Yeah, it's weird how there's three ghosts and one Scrooge and then the four turtles, but all the ghosts are played by Raphael. (laughs) I give it a 7 out of 10 as a movie. Not bad. I think the musical numbers land flat but I think most of them are better than Muppets Treasure Island, except for Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever? Yes. The whole time in this movie, I was waiting for them to just sing Cabin Fever again. Play the hits, baby. Play them. And they didn't. (laughs) The song they hadn't written yet? (laughs) Yeah. Play the hits. Play the hits that I know. Muppet Christmas Carol, in the news this week, they found found a song that they had cut out of the theatrical release that was on the VHS release. We got Cabin Fever. Re-entering it and... It's Cabin Fever. Love That's it. That's the song I'm talking about. That's the best one. I thought it was that ludicrous song. Um, oh, God. Cut this out. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember the title. It ruins it. Hoes in different area codes. What's the yeet, yeet, whoop, whoop, I ain't playing around. Get back. Start, get back. Yeah. Let's get back by Ludacris. Edit that in at the right time, Marty. Please and thank you. I will. I'm, I'm certain you will. Put I trust you. Put some reverb you. on it, too. Yeah. Slap some well, reverb on that. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> and give me a little alien voice, too, just for fun. Oh, my. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Marty's going wild in editing this week. Marty. Speaking of editing. Yes, Kelly? You going to edit in a novelty song around this area? Yeah, we're just going to be quiet. And you can edit and you can record your novelty song thing later and then just splice it in here. This week's novelty song is All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth. This was written in 1944 by Donald Yetter Gardner, an American songwriter best known for writing All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth. He was a school teacher teaching music in public school and conceived the song after asking his class what they wanted for Christmas and then noticing that many of them were missing one of their front teeth. The song was introduced in 1948 by the singing group The Satisfiers on Perry Como's radio show, but was originally recorded by Spike Jones and his City Slickers on December 6th in 1947. I can't so believe the ado, director of, um, you know, all those yes, music videos, he's been around for so long. With a little further to do. Written and performed by Spike Jones of uh, Where the Wild Things Are, the movie. Uh... So without further ado, let's hear the original recording of All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. My two front teeth. See my two front teeth. Gee, if I could only have Now, Marty, I have to point this out, and I do so remorsefully. Now, it's either YouTube or you that's wrong. This isn't Spike Jones. What it says here on the YouTube video is Spike Joan, singular. Oh, I might have mistyped it then and wrote Spike Jones and not Spike Joan. I just need to, you know, for verisimilitude, I am sorry, but I need to point that out. And one other uh, music history fact is Spike Joan famously had uh, his testicles uh, removed at a young age. He was... uh, Munich. Um, Whoa. 
Um, wait, a Munich? What is it called? <laughs> Eunuch. Yeah, yeah, he was Steven Spielberg's Munich. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's why I just made that up. That's not true. But Dan, why is he able to sing so high? Why is he able to sing in such an yeah. intense falsetto? It's probably why it was a hit. Wikipedia claims that this version of the song reached the top of the pop charts in 1948 and 1949. I could not verify this claim. I looked and looked. I could not find proof that this actually happened. So, Wikipedia, let's get a cited source on that, please. Yeah, I'm not not paying you to... <laughs> I'm not not donating to you so you can oh, not you want have me to the... donate, Wikipedia? Yeah, yeah. come on. This song has been covered many times, ranging from artists such as George Strait, The Three Stooges, The Count from Sesame Street, and Nat King Cole. Reportedly, this was Donald Gardner, the writer of this song, that was his favorite version, was the Nat King Cole version. Infamous country music parodyist Cletus T. Judd parodied this song on his 2002 Christmas album, Cletus Navidad. His version was titled, All I Want for Christmas is Two Gold Front Teeth which is performed as a rap. And you better believe we're going to take a listen to that right now. I don't know about this. Oh! Oh my fucking God, Marty. No. It's one of those rabbit holes of history. All I, I want for Christmas is two gold front teeth. Yeah, that Cletus T. Judd one is a little, uh, let's call it, Maybe offensive and also horrible. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> who this is for. Like, uh, oh, God. Yes. You know, if I take this with bad faith, it's like this is, like, probably racist. And if I take it with good faith, then, yeah, it just sucks. Like, <laughs> I, yes. I think it just yes. sucks. <laughs> so that will do it for the novelty song segment. What of our novelty song quiz well, since you've both been such good boys this year, no quiz segment, but we're going to play a little game I Thank like to you. call... Thank you! Oh, yay! We're going to play a little game I like to call Impress Santa. For this game, I I'm will be playing... I'm guessing you're Santa, Santa in this situation. I will be Santa Claus. We're going to do... I think we're going to do a couple rounds of this. You have to give one compliment we'll... to Santa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we're going to rotate who gets to be Santa. We're going to do one round each of one of us as Santa. I happen to be working at JCPenney this year. Yes, yes. You, Scott, and Kelly are but waiting in line to be able to sit on Santa's lap and tell him what you want for Christmas. Whoever makes the best present-receiving pitch will receive your gift from Santa. The loser will be sent to hell. <laughs> not You're not getting coal. You're getting an eternity in flames. <laughs> yes. Eternal punishment for a bad pitch. So, who would like to go first and, ho, 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 sit down on Santa's lap and tell me what you want for Christmas? I plop my plump little ass down on Santa's lap. <laughs> What is your name, boy? Hey, Sanny, my name's Scott, and I'm co-host of your favorite podcast, Spoofs, Goofs, and Novelty Songs. The podcast about smart shit? Uh, yes, I, oh, I can tell you're an avid fan. Well, Santa, I've been pretty good this year. I recorded fucking 52 episodes of a spoof podcast with nothing but a big old <laughs> smile on my face the entire time. I had to watch on, on an average probably an hour and 45 minutes worth of spoof content every week and then spend an hour uh, 
meticulously and clinically discussing um, various works of spoofery. And I did it with nothing but patience and aplomb. So I'd really like all the gifts I have written down here on my list. Oh, let let me see the list. Oh, let's see. You uh, want the stick from your ass removed for this year? And you want... <laughs> what? I can't read your handwriting after that first one. What else would you like for Christmas? Oh, uh, f- the death of my co <laughs> Just kidding, Whoa. just kidding. Hey, you I wrote kill that me? as a joke. I wrote LOLJK after that. No, I want the stick reinserted. <laughs> no just kidding that would hurt uh no i just want world peace that's all is that too much to ask oh oh that's a i wish you had spent more time pitching me on giving you world peace than insulting one of your friends apparently who's not here to defend himself (laughs) oh move aside let's let this let's let this thin tall man come and sit on my lap now i I plop. So the goal, the concept is I have to impress you with what I want for Christmas. Yes, it's a pitch. pitch oh, I thought it was. Gift. I thought it was say that you're good. I'm. I'm like in the background. I'm like standing in the exit. Like <laughs> Santa, I was confused about the premise. You'll have another chance with a different Santa. What does that mean? <laughs> this is the Santa of Christmas past. Uh, I just want you to find someone who loves and respects you the way I do, Santa. That's all I want for Christmas. <laughs> we have a winner! Yeah. <laughs> Kelly Easy. gets his gift! Santa, Woo! I was confused! I didn't get it, Santa! <laughs> Scott is sent to hell. It hurts, Santa. It hurts. <laughs> All right. Now, do you guys want to take a turn as Santa? Are you okay? Yeah, Kelly, go ahead. <laughs> Scott uh, stubbed his toe. Uh, yes. Ho, 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 ho. Come and sit on Santa lap. Pat my knee. Hello, Santa. Hello, Santa. I'm patting my knee. One of you two. There's no line. Hello, Santa. I'm sitting down now. Hello. What is your name, little boy? My name's Ralphie. Hey, hello, Ralphie. Uh, very nice to meet you. Have you been a good boy this year? Yeah, that's right, Sanny. Ho, 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 ho. Uh, but then what would you like for Christmas, my good little boy? Santa, I know you're a magical being, so I'm gonna ask for something only someone with, uh, omnipotent power could, uh, achieve. Santa, I'm involved in a little project endeavor that I just regret, uh, signing up for. It's, I feel as though I'm locked <laughs> into this project that could go on for possibly eternity. Oh, so you, what I need, you I need signed up fucking... for the Army Reserve Corps. No, oh, no, that's, that's a good little worse, boy. Worse, worse, worse. Uh, they actually <laughs> the, have the a baby? chance of helping people. <laughs> this is something nobody asked for. Okay. okay, how can I help? Santa, I need a miracle here. Santa, you need. I need you to 
erase the concept of spoofs and parodies from existence. <laughs> Why? Have you ever seen that movie with Ricky Gervais, uh, The Invention of Lying? This is a similar premise. You know, I can't see a reason not to, my boy. Uh, we'll have to see if I can fit that down your chimney this year. <laughs> All right. Well, again, it's more of a concept than a tangible I, I, item. So I, I, understand, I understand. I understand. I was I was kind of going along with you know. Who knows? Oh, it's a big you were concept. speaking metaphorically. Yes. I understand. Yeah. That's okay, very clever. Then yes, you're such a wordsmith, yes. Santa. That's good. I like that. Um, <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, so let's uh, Santa, hey, wait, wait, hold on. Santa, it's kid, turn. kid, kid. You gotta wait. It's it's, there's still the picture. There's still the picture. It's my turn. Smile it's for my, me. Smile with me, Santa. <laughs> All right, they went the camera. I'm going to walk out the exit now. All right, thank you, Ralphie. Good turn. to meet you. It's my turn. See you next year. It's my turn. All right, come on. Hop, hop on pop, baby. Let's go. Here's my knee. My slap. Oh, and Hey, what's... Santa's kind of talking like me now. What's your name, little boy? <laughs> oh. uh, my name's Marty. <laughs> wow. I'm a, Very I'm, original. I'm, I'm, I'm a host of... Well, hey, shut the fuck up. It's my name. What do you mean? Who are you, are you calling me original? You got something for? in your throat, my boy? No, this is my voice. This is how I talk. Okay. Well, um, have you been Santa, a good boy this year? That's my first question. Question number one. Um, no, and that's part of my gift is I've been a naughty boy. Um, I, my, one of my friends and I, we host a spoof podcast, and it seems like it really bums him out, and so. For Christmas this year, I just want to put a smile on my friend Scott's face, and so I just want you to um, improve his disposition so he's less of a salty bitch. All right, um, I'll look at... And I'll that's s- all I want for Christmas. <laughs> I think we can handle that. Let's take a look and see what Scott would like for Christmas. And I take out the list, and I look at the list in here. Oh, it says he wants uh, all spoofs, goofs, and novelty songs to be removed from history. Well, that's two birds, one hey, stone. Hey, that guy, he's got, he's got the same <laughs> wish as me. Wait, wait, oh, but I, but, but I The Scott guy sounds pretty cool. <laughs> hey, I like this Scott oh, guy. No. <laughs> Maybe he's not so oh, much a salty bitch as <laughs> he's, it's an appropriate reaction to the situation he's found himself in. Well, I think that he's getting a little too serious and, and, and he's breaking the fourth wall a little too much. Just a little too much. What are you talking about, this fourth wall? We're just all here in this normal reality we all share. You, me, Ralphie, Santa Claus, and you, a little boy named Marty. Uh, well, okay, I'm going to get off your lap now, Santa. I think you have to choose. Wait, don't you want to take the picture first? I... Um, oh, there no, went the camera. Uh, I guess religion, you weren't looking. You my weren't religion looking doesn't for believe in it. No, you captured my soul. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ralphie wins. Ralphie wins. Oh, He's oh, oh no. I'm, I'm fading. <laughs> I'm, I'm turning translucent. <laughs> <laughs> we both are going to hell. I win. <laughs> That's what little boy Marty wanted, is for all of us to go to hell. I believe in eternal punishment. <laughs> all right. Oh, ho, 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 oh, ho, ho, oh, 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 wait, I'm holding this upside it's- down. Ho, ho, ho.
wish for. Hey, oh, young child, please oh, sit upon my lap oh, and tell I'll me what you want you. for Christmas. Oh, I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. What is your name, um, little boy? Okay. Um, my name's Marty. Oh, real um, original. <laughs> yeah, well, that's my name, so you can be mad at my parents. <laughs> um, I, what, what I want for Christmas this year is I want world peace, um... And I want real um, original again. Wow, this kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I want world peace, but in my home because my mom and dad won't oh. stop yelling at each other. Oh. And I want world peace in my world and in the <laughs> whole wide world. But you're, you said your world first, though. Your primary, your primary well, concern. If you had to pick, let's say just the, Santa had limited resources and you had to pick one. <laughs> Well, I kind of assume that if the whole world is peaceful, that my home would be peaceful and that my school would be peaceful because I get bullied a lot for peeing my pants a lot. <laughs> and also, um, I want And there's the no bus boy to, be to pee his pants alongside you <laughs> and, and sort of no. spread the blame a bit? <laughs> no, apparently all the other boys, um, they pee on me instead of peeing with me. Oh, and that's cool. So peeing in your own pants <laughs> is bad, but peeing in someone else's pants is good at your school. I well, are you saying wait a minute? Are them, you saying world peace or are you saying world peas? I'm confused now. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying world peas because my dad won't stop peeing. Also. In in on my pants, and then my mom yells at him and says, "Hey, that's not where you your pee goes. Your pee goes in the toilet. You sick fuck." And what's your dad's name? Oh, um, I'm looking at your. I, name, your name is Marty Kelly. What's your? <laughs> what? Um, my dad's name is Billy Madison. Oh, um, okay. And he says it's cool to pee in my own pants. God, so I see him back there. First. He's wearing sunglasses. He does seem rather cool. Well, young Martin, I'll see what I can. Or sorry, Marty, I'll see. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. I I shall try my. Martin I'm, is my. Martin is my grandfather's name. Okay, uh, please do run along. Okay, goodbye. All right, who's next in line? I hop, I hop on. It's me. Kelly, I'm an adult. It's a long oh, shot. Oh, 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 my leg is uh, buckling under the weight. I don't weigh that much. Uh, I'm craning be- my neck. <laughs> All right, just can, to look I'll into stand your up eyes. A bit. I'll stand up a bit. Okay, well, oh, that's, I'm yeah. craning my neck even for. Oh, it hurts to crane it so. Oh, perhaps you could squat down next to me. Um, you think you can just undo all the COVID stuff? That's really all I want. If you can do that, that's great. If not, I get it. Oh, well, that's... I just want to save 300,000 First of all, I want to thank you for waiting so patiently while that uh, that uh, that kid in front of you really prattled. Each thing sort of led into the next, almost like he was making it all up. <laughs> like, he could have just cut to the end and said, I don't want to be pissed on by my dad, but he said that a good, like, three minutes into his thing, almost like it was a stream of consciousness. <laughs> So first of all, uh, excuse me. Thank you. Excuse nope, nope. Me. You're in the exit. Elf, take care of him. Elf, push him aside. So first of all, I want to thank you for waiting so patiently, and then to come with such a concise wish that I think would achieve both of your wishes. There would be more peace in the world if this COVID situation were gone. Yeah. 
Well, with a little wink of my eye and a flick of my cheek, it's gone. I'm going to hell now. I'm going to hell now. I'm in hell now. You don't sound that um, pained. You just sound sort of like it's where you were meant to be all along. Oh, it hurts so much. Where I was meant to be all along. And that will do it for this week's novelty song segment. (laughs) (laughs) These have gone off the rails. Yeah, we really, really pulled out the old uh, improv this week. Uh, Kelly, do you have a novelty product? Oh my god, we still have that? This week, we're doing (laughs) our famous bits about, we we remember it from Halloween, where we created Halloween spook cups. This time, we're doing festive t-shirts slash holiday sweaters if you wanted to. Because that's what I, I did a holiday sweater, I think, on accident. So we're going to have a little contest, my fellows. Uh, and I've asked Marty and Scott and myself to create their own mock-up of a Halloween t-shirt. We'll have Marty present his first. We'll try to keep this succinct. Uh, Kelly, say Christmas. Christmas. Okay, now uh, Marty, edit that in Thank where you, he said Scott. Halloween. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank oh. you. <laughs> a Christmas sweater extravaganza. It's been a long episode. Yes, it has been. Uh, so I'll keep mine short. I may, I designed two t-shirts. My first one is uh, it's a picture of a sexy Santa Claus. He's a Santa Claus wearing shorts and a hat, and that's it. And it just says, got tanning oil? And then the second one is the same picture of sexy Santa, and the text on the shirt says, instead of milk and cookies, I'm leaving Santa some clothes. You're in public, Santa. Good job. So Great you stuff. googled sexy Santa, and then <laughs> retrofit, uh, well, mine, I have to describe, you're gonna have to use the mind's eye to, for, my first is a novelty sweater, and it's just a green and, uh, red striped sweater. It says, uh, I am not celebrating Christmas, I'm just Freddy Krueger, bitch. Hell yeah. Mmm. Uh, and then the other one is a green and red striped scarf. It's a novelty scarf, and it says, I'm not celebrating Christmas. I'm a Gryffindor bitch. <laughs> That's it. Perfect. Excellent. Pretty good. Mine Pretty good. is a sweater that has Christmas lights on it, and the text on it is, it's lit, fam. <laughs> Now that I could see at Target, and that would sell, my friend. <laughs> but there's a back to the sweater too. Oh shit! That says oh. also I'm forklift certified. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now it's selling like hotcakes, baby. They can't keep these things on the shelves. <laughs> yeah, we'll put those on Twitter, maybe. <laughs> and maybe. you can vote on them. Don't throw them on. Instagram. We'll throw we'll throw the couple on Instagram, I think. And hey, we know this holiday season is difficult because families suck and you're not enjoying yourself. So we're here for you. Guys, that's why we recorded an hour and a half long Christmas special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, your drive this year, it's going to feel shorter because you got your old spoof buddies talking about the holidays, uh, Christmas carols and Santa Clauses and novelty T-shirts, of course, your classic, iconic things of Christmas time. Does it smell like Yule Log in here or is it just me? <laughs> Am I right, fellas? <laughs> 
And so in his heart, an ember stoked, and Ebenezer Mart quickly awoke. He threw open the shutters and saw a boy down on the street and said to him, Boy, boy, what, what day is it? What is it, it governor? What is it? It's, it's Wednesday. There's two of the us 23rd. down here. <laughs> That's uh, the day this episode to... releases. Oh. It's oh. Spoofs Miss Day, sir. It's Spoofs oh, Miss Day. Spoofs Miss Day. Has the iconic Austin Powers been shown yet? No, sir. No, sir. The iconic Austin Powers stands in the butcher window. Well, I need you to run with your friend and, and have both of you bring me the biggest Austin Powers one you can carry. The Austin Powers as big as me? Twice as big as you, if I remember correctly. <laughs> well, that's it's a good thing there's two of us then, sir. Uh-huh. Your friend got awful quiet there. What's wrong, my child? He's so emotionally moved by your gesture of generosity. I'm having an existential crisis. I thought it was Wednesday the 23rd. Not spoof, miss. <laughs> oh, but child, you're paying for the Austin Powers. I'm not being generous at all. <laughs> and just like that, the scene was ended. Marty in his screen unfriended. He was sucked away, <laughs> never to be seen again. And that was the end of our Christmas pain. Merry Christmas, everybody, and happy holidays. We really appreciate it. Next week, we're reviewing Clue. Never been kissed. Mr. Wrong. <laughs> Clue, colon, never been kissed. <laughs>